Hi, this is Bill Farmer and my pal, Gorge Goofy, and we're here and want you to listen to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Gorge, that's great. <laughs> yep. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey. Thank you for joining us here on the Chanda Tiki Talk. This is episode 10. Hello, everyone, and Merry Christmas to you. We hope everyone has a great Christmas and a happy new year. We are extremely grateful to all of our listeners and thanks for putting up with us, especially with Tiki Ooze. This will be the last show of 2013, but we will return right after the new year. So hang on to your hat and glasses, because this here is the wildest ride in the wilderness. So on this week's show, we posed a question on Facebook and Twitter. If you were spending Christmas Day at Walt Disney World, what would you do? We're going to go through our listeners' responses, and at the end, we're going to give our own responses. So here are our responses on Facebook. Jesse Stevenson said, They'd stroll down Main Street and look for some tiki ooze. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> Perfect. We're going to have to bottle that and sell that stuff. Come on, Jesse. That's not cool, man. You can't do that. <laughs> oh, we do. We need to sell it. I mean, Disney needs to sell it, but we got to get a big cut. No. Ooze is here to stay. Apparently. Oh, I will fight yeah, this to my dying bed, to my deathbed. <laughs> you could try as hard as you might, but there's way too many people out there who want the ooze. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's definitely like a snowball downhill. I can't. I don't think I can beat this. So Benji Grace said, "I would sit on Main Street USA, taking in all the sights and sounds of the season." That sounds good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Can't beat Main Street at Christmas time. Right. No, not at all. And Sharon Scrementi Duffy. Oh, that's a nice name. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it was not. That sounds really familiar. That's my lovely wife. Duffy. Duffy. That's a bear, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> she said, I'd float on a raft in a pool at a resort because the crowds would be way too crowded in the Magic Kingdom. Yep. Which resort pool, though? Um, what do you guys own? I, uh, Wilderness Lodge. Oh, Actually, Wilderness Lodge in Old Key West. So. Oh, that's but, so Wilderness Lodge, we're going there. We're going to be staying there in, in April, May. So um, it'd be the Wilderness Lodge. Not a bad choice. I actually haven't stayed there yet. One of these trips, we're going to stay there with our DDC, but we haven't done it yet. It's a, it's a great resort. I mean, the beauty is just taking the boats to the Magic Kingdom, especially at night. I love that's my favorite. Coming back from the Magic Kingdom after a, a long day in the parks, that nice relaxing boat ride back to the resort's perfect. Yeah, it's definitely a good good bonus for the Wilderness Lodge. I've got some off our Twitter feed at Tiki Talk Podcast. At Board of 407 WDW says, hang out at resort due to the high volume in the parks. That seems uh, to be a trend here. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I think most people are, you know, not wanting to deal with the crowd that they don't have to. And then we have at Joe Stevenson 78. They said that uh, it would start at the Magic Kingdom and uh, exact activities would be uh, determined later which is actually a pretty uh, good strategy to, to just to kind of start 
at the park and see, you know, and wander around and see where the people seem to be at and try and be the op of the crowds. Can you really be the opposite of the crowds on Christmas Day, though? Not really, no. no. But I, do think flexi- I think flexibility is the key. I mean, that's, yeah, I think so. you've got to be just open because it's going to be crazy and you got to be able to kind of go with the flow. Right. Yeah, that's, that's true. And then uh, at Scott A. Campbell, Scotty. Scotty boy! Tiki ooze all the way. <laughs> Stop with the ooze. Stop it. It's Christmas. Christmas. My one Christmas, Christmas wish tiki-us. is no tiki ooze for... <laughs> Hashtag Christmas tiki ooze. No, this is my one Christmas wish. No, no mentioning of ooze until January 1st. <laughs> Make it happen, listeners. Come on. Scott says uh, to have lots of patience and enjoy time with his family, which I think that you would have to have lots of patience. And if you are there, enjoyable time, you know with your family so don't get too uh upset with the crowds of people yeah you gotta you gotta just like i was saying flexibility is the key you just gotta be able to go with the flow because you're not gonna walk on attractions even even the least popular attraction in walt disney world whatever that may be you're not gonna walk on on christmas day so you just gotta just go with it and if you only get on two rides of the whole day then just just have a good time that's all that matters yeah, like, like you know, like Scott said, you're going down to Disney World to be with your family during Christmas time. It's not you're not going there commando style. It's just not going to happen. Nope. Just take it all in, enjoy it, and make family memories. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a few on my Twitter feed. Uh, first, our good friend Katie at Sasagula SB. Uh, she said she's going to eat gingerbread cupcakes with Mickey ears, which sounds pretty oh. good to me. I didn't know they uh, didn't know. I've never seen those before, but I love gingerbread, well, so I'd be all right with that. Sounds good though. Yeah, well, she knew, she knows, but she just got back from there. Right. So. Yeah, that's true. She probably uh, we should ask her how the trip was and see if we can get a trip report out of her. Katie, Sounds if good. you're listening to this episode, we need a trip report from your Christmas trip. Uh, let's see. We also got uh, David Hodges, who goes by uh, the Diz Life on Twitter, and he said he's actually going to be at Walt Disney World on Christmas Day, and he said he's going to have an eggnog latte while he sits upstairs overlooking Main Street watching the people. And uh, that's people watching is always a, a great Disney World adventure. So that's a that's a good idea, David. I like that idea. It's probably from um, evil Starbucks, I would imagine, right? <laughs> probably from the evil powers that be that overtook your beloved uh, coffee shop. But that's another episode. <laughs> uh, and then also uh, we have Polly Cold outside, and, and he. He changes his he changes his name up a little bit for for Christmas like a lot of people are doing, but he goes by Yo Polly NG. I'm sorry, Yo Polly NJ. Uh, and he said, I guess he he said what they have done in the past is they rope drop Magic Kingdom, and then they go to lunch at Be Our Guest, and then they monorail over to Epcot for a dinner at the Garden Grill, followed by the Candlelight Processional and Illumination. And that sounds like a perfect day right there. That sounds fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I mean, ending the day with, with the candlelight processional and, and illuminations, I mean, that's, to me, that, that'd be the perfect ending to a Christmas day at Disney World. All right, I have a few on our uh, Enchanted Tiki Talk Twitter account. I have um, KJ Disney Hip from the Disney Hipsters podcast. And uh, I think they're going to set themselves on fire. <laughs> hmm. that sounds productive, I suppose. <laughs> I guess it so. might be that's better than the alternative. Maybe that's what they're trying to say. 
Yeah, it could be, yeah. It's, it's, I guess it's not a bad idea if you're into setting yourself on fire. You know, I, it is what it is. It's, you're going to burn. <laughs> I wonder if they were uh, hooking up with Ed Bamboo from... Uh, <laughs> Bamboo from the Animal Kingdom? <laughs> the Animal Kingdom, yeah. That'd be yeah. excellent fire-starting material. Yes, that would be perfect. <laughs> it's true. Uh, we have uh, Andrea Roberts, who goes by A-N-D-P-E-S-13. They said they spend the day checking out all the resorts and finishing up with Osborne Lights with the hot cocoa in hand. I hate the crowds. <laughs> I'm right there with you. That's a great idea. But I'm going to add a little Malibu with coconut in mine. There you go. For that hot cocoa. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, I, I love like that Malibu. idea. Osborne Lights are great. Oh, oh I love the Osborne out. Lights, but I don't, I don't like coconut, so I don't, I don't like the Malibu. Oh, you're silly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you're a silly mini muggin. <laughs> Let's all sing Christmas carols. That's the best Back way to being to friends again. Christmas cheer is to sing it loud for all to hear or something like that. I can't remember the quote. That's right. It's close. Yeah. yeah close enough. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. All right. Um, Monorail Media at Monorail Media on Twitter said they would spend the day visiting Monorail Resorts and then hop on over to Ferry and check out the Fort Wilderness Campgrounds, enjoy jink- Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> they would enjoy drinks on the porch of Crockett's Tavern. That sounds good. I've never sounds been over like to Fort Wilderness. So. Good day, too, yeah. It's been a while for me. Never been. Um, Matt Holly, M. Holly579 on Twitter, he stays there. Uh, he stayed there a lot growing up and, and has stayed there since he's been an adult with his family, and he, he likes it a lot. So one of these days, I keep thinking I'll head over there and give it a try. I mean, one of the best places over there to actually stay is um, is actually renting one of the cabins because you can get six people on there and it's kind of reasonably priced so it's a it's a great it's a great place the rooms are big it's pretty big you know so that's that's a good option instead of you know staying sleeping in a, a camper or in a tent so that's another option for people yeah, it's, and it's a good option for um, instead of having to get like two value resorts because I think that's still going to be cheaper than two you know, rooms at all star or something like that Right. If your family's too big to fit into one room at All Star, so that's not a bad idea. That's nope. true. That's good. I've got um, a couple more uh, off our Twitter feed. Edisto Pluto says um, they have only done it once. Their little one was three. They are now twenty-three. But Santa um, came for him under the Christmas tree at Beach Club. At the parks were crowded, which it seems to be a trend, but. That's a nice way to beat those crowds is to just to stay at the uh, resorts and kind of hang out there, too. Yeah, you can't beat a, a, a deluxe resort. I think the deluxe resorts are the, the prettiest at Christmas. I think the decorations uh, there are better than they are at the other resorts. So, Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, Absolutely. that's definitely a good place to, to be. And our last one comes from Christine, um, and she goes by um, at Song of Frogs, and... Uh, all it says is I'm eating dinner at Boma is never bad. <laughs> nope. And I've got uh, three more to come off of my Twitter feed. Uh, we'll start with, currently he's going by Jolly Holiday again. He's changed his name up quite a few times over, over the Christmas season, but uh, most of y'all probably know him as at Disney again, and, and he's a local, hence the name. Uh, he said like every other year, he's going to be eating dinner with his family. Tried to tried to get out of him where he was going this year, but he wouldn't tell me until afterwards. Uh, but he did say last year he went to Trails End, and 
I remember seeing some pictures from him last year. Uh, he's a fun follow on Twitter. He takes a lot of really great pictures. So yeah. uh, you want to find out where he's eating Christmas dinner, follow him on Twitter and, and find out what the rest of us. As long as it's not my house, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeffrey, uh, at Jeff Leepak. Uh He is a local here in North Carolina. I've met him a few times. Really good guy. Uh, he said he is going to do 18 hours of the Hall of Presidents. Uh, which, <laughs> That's a brave soul right there. Uh, I think I'd just rather stay home here in North Carolina, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> I, I, maybe he means he's napping. He's going to sleep. Maybe so. That's I don't true, know. Maybe. I don't know. That's that's probably just as. I mean, I don't have a problem with the Hall of Presidents, but eighteen hours. Come on, it's a little too it's much. And then the last. Oh yeah, that is true. At least it's air conditioning, but it's it's Florida. I mean, it's yeah, in December, true. so even Florida in December is not too bad usually. And the last one I've got is um, right now he's Mark the Herald Angels, um, but he typically goes by Mark WDW eighty five, and he's another really great photographer. Uh, if you're looking for some really good Disney photos, make sure you follow him. Uh, and he's a real good guy too. Uh, he said he's going to wander around the resorts and or the World Showcase and take in the ambiance and the performances. And he wouldn't even attempt to get on any attractions. Just be there and, and soak it all in, I guess, is what he's saying. That's a smart man. And that's a that's a great idea. And, uh, Mark, if you do that, take lots of pictures because I want to see. Because <laughs> I will probably never be at Walt Disney World on Christmas Day. <laughs> that's not for me. Christmas time, yes, uh, but not Christmas Day. If I could talk my family into being there, I think I would enjoy it, but... I couldn't just, you know, be there and not be with my family as well. That that'd be hard. But yeah, so I mean, this get, but this gets to the point. You know, what we're talking about here is is what would we do if we were there for Christmas Day? And um, me personally, I, I will tell you that I've, I've had this discussion with my wife, and it's something that we plan to do. It's not any time in the near future. It's going to be when our kids are a little bit older, and we plan to spend a week or two down in Walt Disney World. Um, you know, maybe if, if we have grandkids by then, and we'd like to stay at like Old Key West Resort for you know like that time frame. And on Christmas Day, we thought it'd be fun to wake up Christmas morning, not open up pre- not open up our presents, and go to the Magic Kingdom for an hour or two as soon as it opens, go there, and just enjoy Main Street and maybe go on a ride or two and uh, after that go back to our room and open up our presents and enjoy Christmas dinner because we're going to be staying in a DVC so we'd love to be able to cook Christmas dinner in Disney World so we get a turkey, ham or whatever we've decided to cook that day and that's something, you know, it's sort of kind of basic but I think that would be a fun thing to do you just you get your taste of the park right away, you don't need to spend a whole day there and then you go back to our room, open up our presents and then just enjoy you know, everybody's company, it's sort of like being at home now except that uh, you get to hang out in Disney World for a couple hours. So, you know, that's probably what I, I would do on Christmas Day. And no snow, though. But you know, No snow. <laughs> well, I mean, that sounds awesome. I mean, you know, it's just to be with your family anywhere um, is good, but if you can arrange it where you're at Disney World, it's even better. For me, I'm normally like a pop century guy. I don't, like, stay in my rooms enough to pay for, you know... Um, 
a more expensive room. If I were there over Christmas, I would actually um, get a balcony room that's at the Animal Kingdom Lodge for just to wake up on Christmas Day and open up the uh, curtains and see animals outside of, you know, in your room. Hopefully, it could put, like, Santa hats on, you know, the animals for me. Well, probably not, but, you know, hey, this is my wish here. You can make this happen if you become a DVC member. <laughs> <laughs> Do they put the, the Santa you get whatever you want hats on the animals DVC. for the DVC guys? Oh, yeah, DVC members you are, like, the want. upper echelons yeah. of of, DVC, of Disney fans. So you get everything, everything. Santa comes to your room Christmas morning. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, really. Oh, uh, <laughs> with a brochure in one hand and a... <laughs> Present. Every time I go on vacation since I joined DVC, I mean, I hang out with Bobby all day. I mean, you know him as as Robert Iger, but I call him Bobby. <laughs> I, see, see, I call him I call him B Man. Oh, B Man. Okay. Well, you know him yeah. a few years longer than me. I've only been in DVC yeah. for about two years now. So. Right. Uh, I knew that this was going to turn into DVC <laughs> ad at some point, but uh, that's next year, guys. Next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I would have a breakfast at Boma, um, which is always good. And and I would actually stay away from the um, parks as much as possible and just do resorts and wander around some. I would, though, um, end up at uh, the studios at night for um, the Osborne lights and maybe the uh, candlelight processional and just to get that church feeling in me for Christmas Day. And then, you know... Um, at night, just take a stroll like on the boardwalk and play some arcade games and some pinball and call it a day. I mean, it sounds almost like a perfect holiday for me. Definitely. I think for me, um, I'd probably start the day at Magic Kingdom, like uh, like Sean said, get in there early. And, and I wouldn't spend very long there, but I would I would want to get in there early just to just to experience Main Street. Uh, and then I would take a card out of uh, Safari Mike's playbook and I would head over to Animal Kingdom believe it or not for a little bit it's the slowest park of the four um, because they just don't have the they don't have candlelight processional or illuminations they don't have the Osborne lights they don't have the Magic Kingdom Christmas you know shows so they don't have that big ticket Christmas thing that draws people in so Animal Kingdom tends to be a relatively slow park uh, you know slow relatively speaking, like I said, but that's where I'd probably spend, you know, the afternoon, and then I'd end up at Epcot because I'd want to see Illuminations and, you know, a candlelight processional show. That's, like you said, I mean, you know, experiencing the Christmas story at Epcot, and that's, that'd be a great ending to a great Christmas day for me. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's all great. It's all, you know, something that we all enjoy, and that's, that's what makes, you know, Christmas special, so... And it's something you'll probably remember forever, spending the day in, in Walt Disney World, you know, for the day. So I think that sounds great. Those are all great ideas from our listeners. We appreciate that. And uh, yeah, thank you. And I think that's going to do it for this week's show. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and let us know, you know, anybody that didn't get anything in before we recorded, let us know what you would do if you were at Walt Disney World on Christmas Day. Uh, you can let us know in the comments over on enchantedtikitalk.podbean.com. You can let us know on Facebook. You can email us at enchantedtikitalk at gmail.com. Let us know on Twitter. We are at Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. Find me at Dole Whip Daily on Twitter and DoleWhipDaily.com. 
And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates, N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening to this week's show. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan. This has been the Enchanted Tiki Talk Podcast. And Merry Christmas, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. Happy New Year. Sean, what do you and your kids leave out for Santa? Well, we leave Cheerwine and Cheerwine Cheesecake, of course. Yeah, Cheerwine Cheesecake sounds good. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the Tiki Hut, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the microphone with care, in hopes that St. Mick soon would be there. Keith, Alan, and Sean were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of Dole Whips danced in their heads. And Keith in his chef's hat, and Alan with his cheerwine shirt, and Sean dreaming of Tiki U's. They had just settled their brains for a not-so-long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there rose such a clatter, Sean sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, Alan fell across his cheerwine stash, and Keith tore open the shutters and threw up his corned beef hash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to Alan's wondering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, they knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Chip, now Dale, now Pooh and Piglet, on Donald, on Daisy, on Goofy and Pluto, to the top of Main Street, to the top of the castle, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they met with an obstacle, mount to the sky, so up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys in St. Mick too. And then in a twinkling, Keith heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As Alan drew in his head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Mick came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his ears to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose unlike a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. With the aroma of cheese he held tight in his teeth, and the smell it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly. That shook when he laughed, like a milkshake of peanut butter and jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head. Let Keith, Alan, and Sean know they had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work. And filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the microphone he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like a down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, 
Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Alan, Keith, and Sean were shocked by what had transpired. It seemed as though the mouse had conspired to give them a bill of services that they thought expired. You see, that mouse wasn't as friendly as first thought. It seemed he was charging them for things never bought. It was a bill for a week-long stay at the Poly. At this point, they knew St. Mick was not that jolly. It was time to stick it to the mouse and go visit his house. But ticket prices rose in a matter of hours. It was time they took to a higher power, so they burst onto the microphone and started to chat. But they decided it's best not to be a rat. So they just said Merry Christmas to all and went off to prepare for Belle's Winter Ball.